Welcome to The Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Robeck. Each week on our show, we invite a special guest to share their knowledge on health, wellness, and better daily habits so you can have the life you deserve. Let's get started. Dr. Patrick Cucurella is uh, the clinic director for Rejuvenate Medical Group. He's also the clinic director of Fixed Body Group at Mission Valley. He's a sports medicine practitioner and a certified strength and conditioning specialist. So lots of titles, uh, very talented chiropractor and ART provider. So fortunate to call him partner and uh, have known him for over seven years now. Today we're going to shift gears. Um, I've been pressured to take a step back from the interview seat and be the interviewee. And Patrick, with his DJ voice, is going to be that person to ask me a few questions. So it's time for me to be in the hot seat a bit. And uh, Pat, thanks for doing this. I know you have to fly out in about 45 minutes. Uh, so um, let's get right after it, Pat. I'm going to let you kind of take the lead on this and and uh, see if I can answer some questions for you. Beautiful. Yeah, it's been, you're actually right. Seven years since I uh, started learning under you, then got to grow into your employee because you liked me enough and then became your partner. And now look at us, I'm interviewing you. This is a, a big change, but it's been fun. So um, I guess I had the privilege of getting to know you, understand a lot, but get a little background. Like we, you could easily go right into all the business stuff that we do, but I think it's important to understand how it all came to be. Like what got you started in this? Um, that's, uh, you know, I have some nervousness attached to this because I want to make sure it's, uh, we re I represent both myself and our, our, our company well. Uh, but the truth, the truth behind it is that, um, I got in, into chiropractic because, um, I didn't know what I wanted to be. And, um, uh, when I went to, for my first chiropractic visit, um, I had severely restricted neck from, um, playing football and I didn't know it was restricted. And I only went to the chiropractor because I wanted to see what chiropractic was to see if I wanted to apply to school. Uh, and so that was my intro was getting adjusted for the first time. And what happened was quite remarkable. I re regained full range of motion in my neck and one treatment. And man, that treatment blew my, blew my mind. I sat in my car, I was in my early twenties and I didn't, I had no idea what happened to me, but I just knew it was remarkable. And so I filled out that application and became a chiropractor. I knew I wanted to be in healthcare and I knew I wanted to be physical with my body and whether it be physical therapy or chiropractic, I knew that was the avenue I was going down and I chose chiropractic. And I think I chose chiropractic because the purpose of chiropractic is ultimately to find the underlying cause of the problem and not just simply uh, try to cover up symptoms um, with medication or band-aids. And so we really dive into a patient's health history and life to make sure we know exactly what's going on with them and where they want to go and, and, and fix their problems at the root cause. And that's the chiropractic philosophy and it's a natural healthcare system. And so, um, we don't have to learn about medication to cover up these symptoms at and times. And, and, uh, we flowed, it flowed, it worked really well for me, but you know, um, what, how fix started was I had a, I was snowboarding with my nephew and my sister, uh, in a very icy day in Buffalo, New York. And uh, my nephew and I wanted to go off this jump. And as I was falling behind my nephew, he decided not to go off the jump and he's only eight. Uh, but for some reason, when I was in my mid twenties, I decided I'd go off that jump. But when I went off that jump, I realized it was all ice. I went off the jump. I was about eight feet in the air and lost all control. And as I was coming down, I was like, this is not going to be good. And, uh, all of a sudden I saw black and then I saw the sky and then I realized I couldn't move. And when I realized I couldn't move, the first thing my brain said was like, I, how can I live on this earth without being able to, being able to do the things that I love? Uh, 
And I remember that moment as clear as day. And uh, what felt like an eternity was probably about three minutes. And then I finally started to get movement back in my and feeling into my my toes and my hands and my arms and my legs. And was fortunate enough with some help to get back down the mountain. And at that moment, um, I was thankfully in chiropractic school at that time. And I, I uh, realized that my purpose moving forward is to create a clinic that's going to get people with injury or limiting condition back to doing what they love again. And that is a, still our purpose today after over 20 years. And uh, that's ultimately how, how Fix started. From a very I bad snowboard that. injury. When I first came down. Oh, yeah. When I first came down to meet you, when I was still in chiropractic school, I could feel that's what I guess fix was all about. And so you could have easily gone a bunch of different routes and, you know, just ran this small little chiropractic clinic, but you created this beast that is fix. And so what made you, I guess, do what you do or what we do at fix? What, what was that transition from just being a chiropractor to this all integrated uh, clinic? Um, Great, Clint. Oh, great question. The, uh, well, the Pat, the first thing is number one, I knew I couldn't do it on my own. Um, I was, I was trying to do everything and I was starting to get good at everything, but I couldn't master anything. And so I was able to treat through soft tissue, chiropractic rehab, dry needling, soft, you know, every modality under the sun, but just myself. And at that point I was like, okay, this is selfish. It's like, I don't have to be the master of everything. I can, let's bring a team of providers on so we can put our heads together to really help these patients get better. And so that started with a massage therapist. And then it started with a personal trainer. Then it started with a naturopathic physician. Then it started with a physical therapist and then more chiropractors. And, um, and then eventually medical doctors. Uh, and um, at one point, um, from most, I would say the first decade of a uh, fixed body group, it was highly focused on fixing people's injuries and getting them back to doing what they love. And we were really, really good at that. And we had a reputation at, if you're hurt, go see, go see the fixed team. And, uh, it was fun doing that, but, um, and as with everything, things evolve and we all, and you learn how to be better. And one thing, and Pat, you're part of this journey with me. I'm about a, you know, well, actually I should say it started about a decade ago and then you came on about seven and a half years ago. Uh, we realized that we couldn't just simply take care of people's injuries, but we had to take care of the internal wellness if we're truly going to call ourselves doctor. And uh, that's, that became the function that became, that started the functional medicine journey uh, where we deal with internal health and wellness, as well as structural issues and injuries that uh, our patients sustain. Uh, so it's, um, it's, that's how it all evolved, which is now why we need medical doctors, nurse practitioners, um, PTs, chiros, massage therapists, personal trainers. We need everything. And so we bring everything on. And that's the package we have today is a very strong, integrated uh, team approach to getting people to where they want to go with their health care and their health journey. Um, I guess you've been doing this for over 20 years and you probably could have rode off into the sunset, right? But why do you continue to do this and continue to expand and look at other things? Like what still excites you about this process? I mean, I love working for you. I hope you never retire, but I still see that fire in your eye that you had seven and a half years ago. And I can only imagine what it was when you were a young buck in twenties. So what keeps you going? Um, coaching and mentoring younger chiropractors that are coming out of school and also seeing that, that now that I've gotten in my, my over, I think it's the 21st year. It's like, there is, 
now that's now you start to get to the state of mastery and, and also knowing exactly what you don't know. And now you, so you, you realize how good you are at some things, but how much, how little you know about others, other things. And what's, what's fun is, um, being able to help people's problems where you wouldn't have been able to help them maybe five years before. And if that's the case, then, and I don't continue going when I'm in practice for 25 years, there's a bunch of people that aren't going to get better as a result of me being selfish by not practicing and, and, and helping the younger generation get to a certain level faster. So by far, most importantly, I, I get, a, I roll out of bed because I love coaching and mentoring the younger generation. And I also know it's my commitment and it's my duty to help people get better because of the time I put into myself to develop my craft. So I guess you love mentoring and coaching. If you could go back, speaking of younger generations, if you could go back, what would you change? Like, what would you tell Sean in your younger days to do something different or would you not change a thing? Uh, I'd say grow the f up faster and not treat it, your business like a hobby when you first started. Um, but you know, you know, we all, yeah. Uh, so there is a level of, you really have to, um, you, I, I graduated way too early. I graduated when I was 24, almost 25. And, and that's too early to be, I believe too early to come out and know how to care for a human being and, and, practice medicine and practice chiropractic. And, uh, so for me, I had to go through about six or seven years of learning on my own. And if I could have changed anything, I would have found, would have found a mentor day one, or even before I graduated that I believed in that could show me the ropes and the way in which I wanted to practice. So I could have not had to reinvent the wheel and fail multiple times to learn something I could have learned uh, from somebody else that went through it prior. And so I believe I failed myself by not finding the right coach that could have helped me navigate this journey um, more efficiently. And I think I was extremely inefficient uh, when I first started. Now, that being said, that that's, that's about growing up, knowing your weaknesses and finding solutions to them. And I didn't do that soon enough. That being said, that's allowed me to help people like you not do stupid things like I did at one point. So it allowed me to become a better coach. And I have a lot of fun stories about all the dumb things I've done to share with people and, and also share with them that I'll never let them go down that path. Uh, so growing up faster would have been great. Finding a mentor would have been amazing. Um, and also I think it's important to set your roots. I traveled around a bit. I'd opened up practices in several different States because I don't, I don't know why, to be honest with you, looking back, it was just having fun exploring the world upon post-graduation. And, um, I think that if you are serious about building a business and building a culture and a brand, you got to set your roots, set the foundation and really, um, really make an impact on your community. Agreed. You, uh, really enlightened me when you told me one time that like, I've made a lot of mistakes. I don't want you to do those because we're probably going to make our own mistakes going forward. So to be able to build upon that and have that mentorship, because it would have, my life would be completely different if I didn't start off uh, with you. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, well, I guess and Pat, after yeah. all this, we've gone. Sorry, Pat, this is to cut you off. You know, as you evolve as a practitioner and a coach and a mentor, you look back and you say, man, I wish I would have done X, Y, and Z different. And I look back and like, I'm, um, mentoring you and coaching you when you first got out of school, there are a lot of things I would have probably done different now, which short ultimately potentially shortchanged your experience because I was um, less mature at that point or less experienced. 
Uh, but because you have longevity, you have so much belief in our organization. Now your owner in our organization. Now you can see the weaknesses that I had when I was coaching you earlier on saying, I'm not going to do that, but I am going to take this strength of Sean's and I'm going to make sure that's ingrained in me. And so even though you're going to coach somebody when you don't have all the skill set, if you create that long-term commitment, that person can take both the good and bad and choose to learn from the bad as well as the good. And I think you do a great job with that when you're coaching others. Thank you very much. So you mentioned, you know, kind of growing up and handling all these different issues. How do you handle these obstacles or any challenges, whatever's happening right now or anything coming up? What is your kind of mantra to handle things that pop up? <laughs> uh, like this yeah, question it's that pretty funny. The question is, is uh, it actually kind of stirs a little bit of emotion. I, I got a little bit of maybe some sand in my eye right now, but uh, the reality is it's longevity and experience. It's like, when you're getting, you're going to get beat, beat down as an entrepreneur. There's no, there's nobody. It's, you wouldn't want to have an easy path because part of the fun of being an entrepreneur is navigating these challenges and just getting beat down and overcoming it. And at this point, what's great. Um, what's easy for me is that I don't do this for the money. So when we take a financial hit, whether it's a pandemic that comes and destroys your business or something happens, or you lose an employee for whatever reason, they have to move out of state. Um, it's about making sure you know what your core values are, what you stand for and what your purpose is. And for me, it's so easy because I rarely, I mean, I'd look at the books because it's my job as an entrepreneur to understand financials, but it's like, I don't navigate this journey based on a profit and loss. I navigate it based on what's right for our society, community and our staff. And uh, for us to make, to do that, when you live by core values, number one, being selfless, two, being very transparent, Three, just making sure the customer has the best experience possible and then having unconditional gratitude when you have those four core values and you may base every single decision off of those four core values. Life's pretty easy and pretty stress-free. It's when you don't have a belief system, when you don't have a purpose and you don't have core values, that creates chaos, that creates anxieties, that creates sleepless nights. And ultimately, that's just somebody that's in business to make some dollars. So for Fixed Body Group, we don't take on staff that don't that don't resonate those core values. And it's really easy to have a team of people like we do that all believe in the same things and fight for the same purpose and treat patients with the same mindset. And that is what fixed body group stands for. You, you're exemplary at that. We have multiple staff that come in. They're happy. That's amazing. I love when our employees come in. Like, I'm just so happy to be at work when, you know, other people are going through their jobs and just getting through the day and you have built this and your staff believes in it. And that's what creates our culture. So you've created this. You've created a lot of different things through this. You've mentored multiple people probably pretty well. I'm being a little bit biased towards our staff and myself, but what still inspires you? Why do you keep going? Um, the, um, there, we haven't accomplished what we're set here to accomplish. We, we are, I honestly think as established as we are, I consider us a, an, an immature business and immature because we are always pushing the envelope, envelope, creating new initiatives, um, becoming better uh, to take care of our patients needs. You know, a good example is two years, we, two years ago, we created a medical group, which you are currently running. It's rejuvenate medical group. And it, it helps our clients with regenerative medicine. I had no idea how to do that, but we did it. 
and now it exists. And now we're helping people beyond what we were able, capable of doing prior uh, because we can use these medical procedures to help our arthritic patients where what we were doing before wasn't quite attacking it to the extent we needed to. And so for us, you know, that's a brand new business. So when you say, when are you going to, what's the exit date or um, what inspires you? It's like, well, I still have so much more to learn and so many more people to help. And we have, I believe what, you know, I don't say immature businesses as a, a, um, as a negative, I say it as we have so much more to grow and learn to make it even better uh, so we can serve more people. And most importantly, have, have a community and have, an environment where our staff look at our looks, looks at work like their second home and they don't consider it work. They consider it a career. I think I've spoken to you about this enough and you're obviously a representation of it. You are an owner of our company. Um, I promised you that when you first started, if you did the right things and you, and you had the right work ethic and the right core values. And now you're sitting here, part owner of fixed body group. And my purpose here with fixed body group is not to own it and say, this is mine forever. Stay away. It's mine. It's make sure that we have as many people of like mind to come in and have ownership of this company, but it's going to take a lot of evidence that they really represent us and share these core values. And they own these core values, just simply saying a core value compared to owning it, two different things. So if you memorized it, great. You're an employee. If you own it, you'll be a shareholder. live it, walk it, all those things. So those are our core values. Our slogan with Six Body Group is conquer from within. What does that mean? We'll tell the people, like, what does Six Body Group do? Why does conquer from within stand out so much? Another great question. And I sprung this interview on you in like 10 minutes. We talked about this and you're like, why don't we, how about uh, we interview you? I'm like, what? Okay. So let's go this route for one, for the record, our slogan was we're in this together before the pandemic. And then the pandemic hit and everybody thought we copied the slogan and we did not. We created the slogan. So what it was, we're we're in this together. was we're in this together because we co-labor and walk shoulder to shoulder with our patients and clients journey until they've reached their health goals. And after that, we make sure they maintain them. And then um, during the pandemic, we decided to change our slogan to conquer from within and conquer from within is that people unfortunately don't realize how much our internal health and wellness uh, means to how we represent ourselves to society. And the people's perception of us and how they see us is based on our internal wellness and how our hormones are functioning how, how, how detox or less toxic our body is compared to how it could be and how using our, using food as medicine compared to just using food as fuel and using fitness as a way of making sure our body functions optimally, not just trying to think that we need to have a beach body. Uh, so all these things are from within and when we can conquer all of those aspects then we can live an optimal life. And so it's our job as coaches and mentors and wellness providers and chiropractors and therapists to make sure that our clients understand each one of those points that are from within that we put together so they can live and have the best quality life possible. And most importantly, Pat, is so they can share for the young, share with the younger generation. So we don't have the sick, unhealthy younger generation coming up, but we can educate our clients now and they educate their kids um, and we can attack the masses this is helping society. I love it. When we came up with that, it was just our eyes all lit up. Like, yeah, 
that is it. It embodies what six body group is. So yeah. um, I think that's a great point to end on. Just conquer from within. Thank you very much, John, for having me on today. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is a good place. And I think that was, uh, you know, I didn't know where this was going to go, but I'm thankful that you were taking the time. Uh, I know you're going to be off with our nurse practitioner uh, in, a, in a conference. So thank you for doing that this weekend. And uh, we'll have you on again when you come back from what all you learned for this weekend at that course. Yeah, thanks again, John. All right, take care. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed our show. If you did, please like and subscribe to stay tuned. See you next week on another episode of the Fix Podcast.